Hey out there to all people and clone dads. This is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy who starts every day with a balanced breakfast of plant food, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? Hey, Brandon. Fucking way to spoil the episode right in the opener there. I'm just kidding. We all knew what was coming. No, I was I was totally shocked. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I'm doing fine, Brandon. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. All right. Awesome. Yeah. I gotta say, Brandon, I've been working from home all week long. It's kind of mm-hmm. nice. I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, I keep reading... Well, I read the headlines of articles every day <laughs> that are like, workers just uh, don't want to go back into the office. Yeah. Because that's so shit. True. I mean... I'm probably going to go back into office next week, but I just wasn't able to work in the office office this week. So um, I have a laptop and I do my little work there. I'm like tippity tapping, bop, bop, boom. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, saved a lot of money. My my car is actually in the shop this week, so it like worked out perfect for me, I guess. In a horrible world where like car troubles are okay. It's anyway. as good as it can be. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was my week. Whew, what a doozy. <laughs> All home and no work, except when I worked. Oh my gosh, I'm a mess. <laughs> all home and all work, that's the point. Yes, yeah. I woke up this morning thinking I had to go to work, like, in my office, where I'm currently sitting, because mm-hmm. I just kind of shuffled some things around and put my laptop on there. So, I did have that twang of, like, fuck, I gotta go to work, and then I didn't, and then I sat down and now we're doing a podcast, so that's my day. Wow. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Emotional all over the place. How about you, Brandon? How was your week? Uh, so-so. I mean, a normal week. Um, I started watching The Lord of the Rings again. Really? Okay. And this is this is the first time for me, actually, since I watched them around when they came out. So, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, yeah. is 20 years old this year, Cortland. That's so crazy to me. Okay. Like, it's just another reminder that... We're old. I'm. We're pieces of dog shit. I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fucking old, and I'm watching it with my kids, and it's their first time, and they're watching it the entire time, just being like, oh, "They ripped this off of Harry Potter." Like, really? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think they're enjoying it, but they're like, "Oh, the dark one." Yeah, we've heard that one before. <sighs> that's so adorable. Like, these ring wraiths. Nice try. <laughs> See, those, those are, are dementors. <laughs> right. I've seen that in House of the Dead. No. <laughs> I've seen that in the episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Silver Sight. <sighs> <laughs> no, um, that's really cool. I'm kind of surprised, you know, now that you mentioned that, I'm surprised that we never watched those together. I think it's, it's probably uh, because, it's because they're, they're like they're a million so hours. Fucking long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we could handle it at, at our uh, you know, peak of friendship. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the reason that I haven't watched them myself until yeah. now. It's just like I can't carve out nine hours to watch these movies. I know, and that's not the extended editions, Cortland. Nah, I don't know if I could watch those. I honestly, I mean, hot take here: The Fellowship of the Rings is kind of a boring movie for most of it. Um, there's not a lot. That's that my happens. memory of it. My memory of it is that it's super boring. But I think that memory actually comes from trying to read the book. Oh no. Yeah, I tried to read the book before I saw the movie, and I was just like, no, this fucking sucks. I couldn't even get through The Hobbit, Brandon. I tried to read that like six times, and we were forced and to read like it And it's like 12 pages. We just made a comic about, our, <laughs> about The Hobbit and called it our project, and it was all good. 
And it Which worked. we based entirely off of the 1970s animated feature Hobbit, The Greatest Adventure. Oh, that song's going to be in my head again. I know, sorry. We don't have a great track record with uh, uh, J.R.R. What's his name? J.R. Tolkien? No. What's his name? Yeah. J. Yeah. Is it J.R.R. Martin Tolkien. Yeah, we don't have a great track record with his books. <laughs> it's just not. It's not us. <laughs> no. He's very dry. Yeah. Cortland, do you want to talk about some goosebumps? Yeah, I do. All right. We're back with Stay Out of the Basement. That's right, right? Yeah, Stay Out of the Basement. Stay Out of the two. Basement, part two. Cortland, yeah. I think we both felt that part one was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. creepy, but yes. in a different way than intended, probably. Right. Do you think part two changed anything about the way you feel about this story? No. <laughs> in a word yeah. no not really i'm gonna agree with you yeah there's still a lot of that dad being very menacing and i will say like margaret in this episode because it is the second episode she kind of picks it up and she you know gets down to business and shit but uh i don't know man that family like they got problems and um i would love to talk about it because i don't understand the timeline specifically and i'm hoping talking with you about it will kind of give me more of an answer yeah I know what you're talking about, and I don't think it will. Okay, perfect. Um, this is Harry's Adventure <laughs> all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with this one, more things definitely happened because they had to. Yeah. Um, but thinking back on it, I'm really like, what actually did happen? And mm-hmm. it's not much. They, mm-hmm. they could have shortened this down a lot. Yeah, it probably would have been a better episode if they did. Well... Let's just talk about it from the beginning. Okay. I mean, from the half point, yeah. This episode starts with a recap of all the stuff that's happened before. All the important All the scary shit Dad's done and, you know, his craziness. Uh, It doesn't... It didn't encapsulate the the scariest moment when he's, like, staring at her on the phone, though, I guess. Yes. Wish I would have just touched on that That doesn't make for a great, like, recap, but... (laughs) Just a phone conversation? Just a man on a phone, like, hey, honey. Yes. Yes, honey. That is the scariest part, yes. Love you. <laughs> the episode continues where we left off, with the vine ready to strike little brother Casey. Yeah. I thought Margaret would perhaps like come and save him at the last second, but no, the vine oh, just really? gets him. Yeah, the vine gets him. And by getting him, we mean it gently caresses him for a little while while he screams. Well, that's all the plants ever do, but... Because they're plants. They can't do more than that. Plants aren't strong, Cortland. Feed them as much plant food as you want. It's not going to change the fact that they're still plants. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret eventually wonders what's going on and investigates. Yeah, it's really weird because she's like, you know, uh, Casey's sitting there screaming because a plant's attacking him. and And Margaret's all like, oh, shut up. Like, nothing weird's happening here. Except for all that fucking weird shit you just experienced, Margaret. Yeah, and he's, like, not that far away. (laughs) He's just around a corner a little bit. It's, like, like a couple meters away. (laughs) And he's like, ah, help, Margaret. You know what? After that acting, you know, actually, I'm kind of on Margaret's side. She's probably like, oh, you're just having a goof. No, he couldn't pull that off. The goof... The acting, what are we talking about? The acting. Okay. He couldn't pull off acting like he's actually in danger. No, that's why she was like, oh, you're probably just joking because your acting is so bad. (sighs) 
Yeah, but he's also just like that all the time. <laughs> like his just general existing is Can like. Can you imagine? Hey, Margaret, what's going on? Can you imagine somebody that lives every day with that kind of like? It's not even acting; it'd just be living. Just that's yeah. the way they talk. Just that's their personality. It's like, man, you really haven't figured out this whole talking and like <laughs> blinking. Just, yeah. Like, can you imagine somebody's existence just being that of a poorly acted 90s <laughs> horror? Like, you're just so bad at living. You need to take lessons, man. No offense to anybody out there that may, you know, live like this, of course. <laughs> anyway, Brandon, where are we in the episode? Margaret finds her brother half-acidly wrestling with the vines on the ground, yelling for her to get them off. She runs to his aid, jiggling her hands around the vines until they come off and retreat back into the basement. Is that where they came from? Like, obviously that's where they came from, but I didn't know if, like, Dad's experiments kind of, like, got loose. Like, this is a Jurassic Park situation. Um, I mean, I assumed that's where they came from, but I think his experiments do kind of... Jurassic Park. places. Gotcha. Excellent. Something has survived. (laughs) Uh, Casey tells Margaret that he heard Dad and Dr. Merrick from the university fighting. Oh, no. Margaret asks, are you sure? Which I thought was weird. Yeah. Because they just fought off a killer plant. And, like, the one thing that strikes her as peculiar is that mm. two people had an argument. Right. And it's not that odd considering they both, they know that they went into the basement and he was listening to them in the basement. So, like, you have no reason not to trust what your brother's saying. But. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. I would just be like, yeah, that happened, but also who cares? The, this, these plants are trying to kill us. Oh yeah, that. I forgot about that part. <laughs> so unimportant. <laughs> A hand briefly slaps Margaret's shoulder from behind, and we reveal that it's Dad, wondering what the heck they're up to. Yes. He's wondering what they're up to, even though he told them to go outside and play, so he should know what they're up to, but... <sighs> yeah, this whole part just like makes me angry. <laughs> Casey just tells him like it is, saying... That plant tried to choke me. Oh my god, you sounded like Carly Beth for a second. I know, because he says it exactly like Carly Beth. He smiled at me. (laughs) So, we definitely need to get a clip. Okay, I'm on it. Not right now, of course, but yeah. Yeah. Dad picks up a piece of the vine from the ground and tells the kids that they shouldn't have been near the window. Which, like, how are they supposed to know that? The story's called Stay Out of the Basement... He makes it a point to tell them, stay out of the basement. Yes. It's not stay away from the window, Cortland. Blame Arlstein for that one. I'm not blaming anybody, because I don't fucking care. His rules aren't clear, okay? Yeah, I know, but that's what happens when you gaslight your kids and you are abusive, you know? You just kind of switch the rules up as you see fit. Uh, (sighs) It's just, yo, by the window now? Mm, And they take their belt off and they smack it against their hand, like... That's him this whole episode. Like, what are you doing in the kitchen? What are you doing in the bathroom? You know Why you're not are you breathing? Here. This is my air. He sucks. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I feel like Margaret is at least, like, kind of over this shit now. She gets a little bit of a backbone, kind of. So, spoilers a yeah. little bit. But that's kind of what we should expect anyway. Margaret tells Dad Casey heard a fight in the basement. Dad says, nuh-uh, there was no fight. <laughs> but Casey confirms that he heard it. To which Dad reiterates, in that creepy way of his, that there was no fight. Not even one punch was thrown. Not even one person was murdered. (laughs) 
Maggie asks Dad what happened to Dr. Merrick, and Dad says something like, Oh, uh, he just left. You just missed him. He told me to tell you that he's sorry he couldn't hang out. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> yeah. Margaret isn't buying that shit at all, and says, I didn't see him leave. Dad looks at her really intensely and asks her, Are you interrogating me, Margaret? Oh my god, no. Dad. Just fucking calm down for a second. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. But also, Margaret should kind of know when to back off and just be like, all right, never mind. You know, it's not worth it. What do you gain from this? What do you gain from him from being like, what are you doing, Dad? Are you lying to me? Like, what's going to happen? He's going to fucking punish you. So just back off anyway. You know your hand. You don't have to show anything. Just get out of there. But nah. I feel like Margaret and Casey both kind of go back and forth between being like, you know, I'm not going to say anything to upset Dad. And also just being like... Did you murder someone, Dad? Dad, tell us the truth here. I'm just going to sit here and keep asking you and and prod you until you tell me. (laughs) Dad, are you a plant monster? (laughs) Well, at one point, like, spoilers, he's like, Casey's all like, Dad, are you a mad scientist? (laughs) Yeah, it's coming up very soon. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) So he asks Margaret if she's interrogating him, and Margaret says no. Dad interrogates Casey, asking what he was doing next to the window. Casey says, uh, I was playing like you told me to. (sighs) Nice one, Case. Dad then asks Margaret if she put Casey up to this. What are you talking about? Putting him up to what? (laughs) Playing near a window? Being near the window? (laughs) I don't understand what that line was. She's like, Casey, why don't you, like, go get this frisbee I'm <laughs> near I'm, this window. Okay, maybe it is like, you know, hunched down, spying on him through the window, but like, just shut up, Dad, in quotes. <laughs> yeah. Dad <laughs> accuses her of being a spy. God damn, that'd be awesome if she was, though. <sighs> that would make things a lot cooler, I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah. Maggie tells Dad that they were just playing, and Casey asks about the killer plant. Dad tells them that it's part of his work. Mm-hmm. Work that they've fucked up. Oh, man. Now he's <laughs> never going to get back to the universe. Casey, with no chill, asks Dad, Dad, you aren't a mad scientist, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you do. When you suspect somebody in your family of, like, murdering somebody or, you know, gaslighting some, you just go, you go up and ask them. You just, you just say, um, are you a murderer? Well, I mean, if if he's not a mad scientist, they've got nothing to lose. He'll just laugh it off and be like, ha But if he is a mad scientist, he's going to kill them. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the goal anyways, but what a weird question. I mean, you just, you can't do that, man. Yeah, Dad gets angry at this saying, no, I'm an angry scientist. Boo. Which is a little, I think is a little clever. <sighs> Maybe not so. clever. But I was like, oh, I mean, it's a fine comeback. It's something that a dad would say, I guess. But yeah, definitely. Know. Dad banishes the kids to their rooms for the crime of playing. Like he doing told them what to? they told them. Yeah, doing <laughs> what he told them to. Fucking oh, ridiculous. it's so bad. We then are in the basement jungle where we see dad messing with some more of his vials of goo. He opens a locked door down there, and we see a small room filled with trees. He takes his goo and injects or feeds it to something just off-frame. Yeah. And we hear some muffled talking or yelling. Right. It's gotta be Dr. Merrick, right? Totally. Yeah, that's what you would believe. Mm -hmm. 
Dad finishes and locks the door back up before the camera focuses on some belongings, clothing, and the such. Folded and piled neatly on the floor. That's nice that he folded it up, though, gotta say. Yeah, and he's not a monster. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. He's just like a little bit of a neat freak or something. Like, gotta have all these clothes folded. I don't know. That seems odd to me. It is odd, actually, considering something later in the episode. Huh. We cut to later, and it's a dark and stormy night, and Margaret is lying in bed. She's awoken by the sound of power tools, and when she leaves her room to investigate, she finds Casey awake, too. They're all, like, fully dressed, though. Like, Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, there's quite a few scenes in both of these episodes of Margaret, like, in bed. Like, she's constantly being woken up, and she's always just dressed. She is dressed for, like, the school day. She is good to go. So for like 90% of the rest of this episode, it takes place during this thunderstorm. Right. And there are frequent thunder and lightning sounds playing. For sure. And it's like the most Hanna-Barbera-ass sounding. Oh my god, right? That's where it's from. Okay. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) It's that same Scooby-Doo bullshit that's like... Uh, I'm totally You'll gonna grab some of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I may make a remix or something of it. So, <laughs> and it, it plays so often. It does. You know, I will say it's not like super noticeable. It doesn't really detract from the episode a whole lot. Like you can pretty much ignore it. But it is that Scooby Doo bullshit. <laughs> yeah. In <laughs> <And> a Barbera. <laughs> oh man. So the noise turns out to be Dad installing heavy locks on the basement door. Yeah, right. He tells the kids he's installed locks on the basement windows, too, on the inside. Yeah, I don't know why he tells us it's on the inside. Couldn't the kids just break it and get in? It was a glass (laughs) window, right? No. Okay. They would never do such a thing. I mean, they won't because they're like... They're both concerned and yet want to be safe by not breaking anything. And, you know, they're... They know Dad will murder them. Yeah, so they kind of follow the rules, but also are a little bit rebellious. A little bit. Because their dad's a monster. Yeah. They follow the rules to a point, and that point is when they feel that their life is in danger. Because their dad's a monster. Yes, it's a very fine line, yep. (laughs) The kids look at Dad like he's fucking crazy, because he is. Yes. And after a moment, he tells them, Stop gawking at me. My God, Dad, what is wrong with you? Just shut the fuck (laughs) up. He's a freak. If my dad were to do this, I don't I don't even know. I don't know. What do you do? I don't know. I wonder how much differently this story would have played out if mom was there. I think she would probably be the one that gets caught, caught and trapped in the closet or whatever. Yeah, probably. It'd but still be very different. I, I still feel like this episode would be better if this was like a teacher at school or, you know, the weirdo next door or something. Not Not a dad. Again, those feelings of abuse. And I didn't even get abused. The kids don't stop gawking, though, because this dude is insane. Yes. But he tells them he's going out for a few hours. What the fuck is he doing? Where's he got to go? Do we ever find out? I no. don't think so. No, we don't. No. He's just got business. He's just like, I have to go run some errands. And that's it. <laughs> he's a fucking plant monster, Brandon. What do you think he's going to do? I, I honestly have no idea. What does a plant monster need to do? 
He takes a step towards the kids, and both of them brace themselves and take a deep breath like he is very seriously going to harm them. Yes. Lightning strikes, and he walks away. (laughs) That same one. Before he's even out of earshot, Margaret is like, fuck this, I'm calling mom. Yeah. But in the kitchen, Margaret is desperately looking for the piece of paper with the phone number to contact mom, which has seemingly disappeared. Right. So, at this point, she should say, oh, I can't find the paper, I'm just gonna call the police. No big deal. Boy, right? that sure that's would what be happened. smart. Oh, wait, that's not what happens? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, then what happens, Brandon? I don't remember. Well, Casey, meanwhile, is just casually eating peanut butter straight out of the jar. Is that what he's doing? Yeah. <laughs> He's just chomping on peanut butter. Uh, I'm not going to lie, Brandon. When I was a kid, I used to eat peanut butter out of the jar all the time. I would take a spoon, and I would get a big old spoon of peanut butter, and I would just eat it. (laughs) It's not bad once in a while. Like, I kind of want some right now. I haven't done that in, like, 20 years or something. I just don't like peanut butter stuck to the roof of my mouth. Oh, yeah. That sensation is just not my favorite. So when, when you have a spoonful of it, you might as well just, like paste it right to the top of your mouth you know what the worst is though brandon it's very similar to that um i get like allergies every once in a while like when i'm near my dog or cat or something and the roof of my mouth starts to itch and you can't itch it so you like just sit there and you just like press your tongue up against it and try and scrape it but it doesn't it's not great i know what you're talking about it's so bad (sighs) yeah sorry if it happens to you now my apologies you can blame it is contagious like that Maggie says that she thinks dad took the number so that they couldn't call mom. Yes, dad with the preemptive strike. (laughs) So Casey says that's crazy, which totally blows my mind. Like, after everything that's happened already, this kid just still... Yeah, he's gaslit bad, man. He thinks dad's just this normal guy. He thinks dad's the whip, He's just busy, and he's just dedicated to his work, and he just murders people. He's not even a monster. Yeah, no big deal. Oh my god. Margaret lists all of the crazy and dangerous behavior dad has exhibited in the last 24 hours, including lying about what happened to Dr. Merrick, and Casey, with all of his willful ignorance... Yeah, dad's gone now. Casey asks... Why do you think Dad is lying about Dr. Merrick? Hmm, She's like... What did he gain from that? Because he fucking disappeared? Casey asks like three times, What do you think Dad did to Dr. Merrick? Oh my god, like this kid is He's fertilizer now. He's in the compost bin. Come on. Maggie gets the idea to look in Dad's room for the phone number. Casey asks, You're going in his room? Yeah, this isn't stay out of dad's room, it's stay out of the basement. Well, here's the plot twist of this episode. Okay. It's actually stay out of the everything. Oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> it should be called you're grounded to your room, it, the book. It turns out they, can, they can't they can go anywhere but their room. <laughs> oh. They get inside the room, and it's a mess, Cortland. Yeah, it is. Just like a fucking Which is... tornado went through. Even the pictures on the walls are crooked. <laughs> yeah, everything is askew. He even crookified what... the pictures. <laughs> Which is what made me realize that it was weird that the clothes in the basement were so neatly folded. Oh, right. Because he doesn't give a shit, obviously. No, no he clearly doesn't give a shit. Like, he oh, anti-gives a shit because he goes out of his way to make sure things are not tidy or in order. They dig around for a bit before Margaret notices a piece of paper inside of a potted plant. 
The music gets increasingly more intense, and you hear the plant doing that weird wheezing noise that all dad's abominations do. Sure. She reaches her hand in, and it looks like she's going to get grabbed or something, but then she doesn't. She gets the paper, and it's not the phone number, and this was all a big waste of time. Huge waste of time. They spend a couple, like, at least a minute, if not more, on it, and it's like... Yeah, they build this up. nothing. No payoff, nothing. Casey keeps whining to Margaret that they should just go, but Margaret don't want to go. She keeps digging through garbage until the phone rings. <gasps> She goes to pick it up before Casey jumps over the bed yelling, No! Don't answer it! Alright, why? (laughs) Yeah. That's what Maggie says. She's like, why? It might be mom. And Casey gives a well-thought-out argument supported by facts and reason. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't actually do any of that. His response is, I don't know. Casey's the worst. He's the worst. (laughs) I don't I don't understand why that that just happened. He said, "Don't answer it. Why? I don't know." <laughs> okay, well, when you put it that way. <laughs> <sighs> no, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Just answer the fucking phone. Anyway, the phone call is not mom. It's Dr. Merrick's wife. Right. She's looking for her husband who very clearly was turned into a plant. She gives them her number to call as 555-0101. Right. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Which I only wrote down because even amongst fake TV phone numbers, Cortland, that is one of the worst. Incredibly fake. Yeah. I mean, they all start with 555, of course, but that 0101 just sealed the deal. Super fake. Yeah. They went the extra mile to make sure no one could actually have this phone number. Right. Cortland, do people have answering machines in their room? Like, not nowadays, mm. because no one has answering machines. Right. But back then? Mm, my answering machine was in the kitchen, where the phone was. Like, I realize people have, you know, multiple phones, you know, different sure. lines in the house. But I feel like the answering machine was still always near the main phone. Yeah. No, I, I don't really buy it, but I've seen it... I can't think of any other sources at the moment, but I've seen it before. It's just convenience, I feel like, for plot reasons. Alright. I'll allow it, because there's nothing wrong with it. You mean to tell me, Brandon, that your parents didn't wake up first thing in the morning and check their answering machine? (laughs) Like, oh, quick. Hey, you is... have no new messages. Yeah, right? What a way to start the day off and just and be like... And go oh. back to sleep. <laughs> just like, I only wake up to see if anyone's called. <laughs> I do sleep right next to the phone, so I would hear it ring, but... You know, the temptations of having, um, you know, a message to listen to. <laughs> Did I miss anything while I slept? <laughs> yeah, it's exciting, Brandon, okay? This was the 90s. They didn't have a lot. Answering machine messages were like the, (laughs) you know, the finger licking good. (laughs) You'd plan your week around them. (laughs) Anyway, where the hell are we? (laughs) There's a slight bang from downstairs, and literally the millisecond it happens, Casey is yelling, Oh shit, it's dead. Oh fuck. (laughs) They're so terrified. Yes, it's a problem. Margaret, in the excitement, knocks the answering machine off the nightstand. Right. Meanwhile, we get another scene of Dad very slowly shambling his way up some stairs. Has it been hours? It hasn't, right? 
I this is one moment where I was questioning the timeline because I feel like as soon as Dad left, she immediately went into the kitchen to look for the phone number, mm-hmm. couldn't find it, and then immediately had the idea to look in the room. Right. So I feel like one minute has passed. I think they try to tell us, like, oh, Dad came back for whatever, you know, just forgot this, but I don't really know, because it's kind of vague. I'm not sure what's going on, but I'd love to continue. (laughs) He reaches the top of the stairs while Margaret is still fumbling with the machine, trying to delete the message. Yeah, I don't understand why this is so important to her. Who cares if the message is there? Does it matter? Does it matter at all? I guess because it wouldn't show up as a new message. Oh... That's very subtle of them. They didn't explain it to my uh, childish mind at all, and I didn't have any idea why she was scrambling so hard with this fucking stupid answering machine. I don't get it. I still, I really still don't get it. You just explained. Still seems like no big deal to me. <laughs> well, they decided to show, not tell, and <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like in this instance, it was the wrong decision. Uh, y- yeah, it was just stupid. It's like, come on, we need some exposition here. Get someone to narrate. Get the guy from my oh, man. hairiest. Hey, guys. Sorry. I just like to snack. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> so stupid. Ah, sorry. I like to snack. <laughs> hey, God. guys. I just need to delete this message so that <laughs> my dad doesn't play his messages and realizes that he hadn't listened to this one yet, which means that one of us listened to it, which means that we know the secret that Dr. Merrick is missing, which means that he's lying, which means he's a monster and he's going to kill us. <laughs> um, yep. That. Thank you, child from my earliest adventure. <laughs> See? Would have made it so much easier. So dad's at the top of the stairs and Casey provides an expert diversion saying, hey, dad, (laughs) dad immediately gets on his case saying, what are you doing out of your room? Right. I don't think he said anything about (laughs) stay in your room. (laughs) No, he didn't. He makes up these rules as he goes along Um, and acts like they should know them. Man, what? (sighs) Casey makes an excuse, but then dad wants to know where Margaret is, though. I mean, he should be assuming that she's in her room. Right, where he didn't tell her to be, but... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Casey says that she's in her room, lying that she's in bed. Dad gives him a long stare and asks... Did you go in my room? Casey says, no, of course. Dad's like, all right, I gotta go out again, but go back to your room. Dad checks out his room first. Luckily, it's still just as messy as he left it, with nothing yes. not out of place. Thank God, you wouldn't wouldn't be able to tell, but... <laughs> he takes a long look at the answering machine. For some reason. There's no new messages now. Well, did you notice that the tape is gone as well? Like, Margaret just took the tape out of it? No, I didn't. I'm, like, 99% That's way more sure. suspicious than just... I know, that's what I thought. Having I was listened like, what are to you the doing? message. You fool! Hey there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy and your plant chum. Thank you so much for listening in this week, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to it all. We always appreciate you spending some time with us. Looking to support our show and get access to some exclusive bonus content? Become a patron today at patreon.com slash private island. 
For as little as $1 a month, you'll get instant access to early release episodes the moment I'm finished editing. Higher tiers get more rewards, including stickers, t-shirts, bonus content, and more. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Eddie, Mia, Tristan, Venice Witch, and Sarah, the Silver Goth, Stephen, Shane, Preston, Matt, Kristen, Gerilyn, Evelyn, Aaron, and Brittany, the Golden Day Days Faith, Sarah, and Angela, the Platinum Bostics, Bryce, Kathy, Matt, and Farron, and the Diamond Zebo, Michael. Thank you so much for your support, everyone. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. We make tons of content for every episode we cover, so check them out today at Private Island Presents on Instagram or follow us on Twitter at PRVT Island for all the latest updates. Are you a podcaster looking to cross-promote? Send us your promo to privateislandpresents at gmail.com. We would love to play your promo. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show, aside from this theme, Dating Start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. Thanks again for listening in, everyone. We really appreciate you enjoying our show and laughing with us. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. So Margaret is hiding underneath the bed as Dad sits on it. Yes. Something falls to the floor in front of her. It's goddamn earthworms, Cortland. Yeah, this part was pretty good. Gotta say, I liked it. It might creepy. be the best part of both episodes. Yeah. Then a wallet falls in front of her. Yeah. Inside we see a driver's license belonging to one Dr. A. Merrick. What do you think the A stands for? Alicia. <laughs> Dr. Alicia Merrick? Okay. I think yeah. it's awesome. Dr. Awesome Merrick. <laughs> awesome? Yeah. You can't All contest right. me, Brandon. I'm probably right. Margaret has to bite down on her finger to keep from screaming. Dad scoops up his worms and his victim trophy, and he walks out of the room. Mm, right. Why did he drop that wallet? What was he looking for in there? I mean, does a plant need money? No. No, they don't. Plants don't need anything but sunlight, water, and room to grow, and a little bit of love. Aww. That's the secret ingredient. Casey runs back into Dad's room and says, Dad seems so fucking angry. Margaret tells him that there's something under the covers on the bed. I gotta say, though, Dad is, like, not even out of the hallway yet when Casey runs in there. It's like, Dad's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. They, like, he's within earshot. They don't wait. No, they don't. They're, like, out of sight, you don't exist anymore. Yeah, it's, they got that baby mentality where if the ball goes behind, like, the curtain, it is gone and it is just not existing. <laughs> like, if Dad was standing in the corner of the room with his hands covering his face, they would be like, Dad is fucking crazy. He's, He's a fucking mad scientist. <laughs> Dad's a fucking plant monster. <laughs> <laughs> then he would just move his hands and they'd be like, oh shit. Dang it! Where'd you come from? <laughs> Go back to your room! Oh, man. So there's something under the covers on the bed now. Yeah. They lift the covers to reveal more earthworms, Cortland. It's like dirt and worms everywhere on this bed. Yeah, it's like a bed's worth of worms. And it's pulsating like there's a bunch more, like, I don't know if he hollowed out the bed or what. It's really effective imagery. It is really good. Like, I mean, it makes for that perfect, like, intro you know, intro song imagery, for sure. So when Dad dropped the earthworms, did they come out of him, or were they just, like, plopped down from the bed? I feel like when he sat on the bed, he just jiggled some loose. Okay, all right. 
Why didn't the kids notice this when they were in there, like, before? This seems to have happened very suddenly. Worms kind of smell, so... Do don't they? You think they would... I feel like they do, right? Okay, well, I've I've been around worms, like, one at a time. I've never been around a bed's <laughs> worth of worms, <laughs> but I feel like the smell probably, you know, goes up exponentially, so... Right, yeah, right. Yeah, I would have to imagine this would stink. I feel like it would stink. Maybe I'm just associating, like, the smell of rain with worms, because, you know, they come up out of the ground, and then they're everywhere. I don't know if it's that, but I, I feel like they would stink. Like, smell like fishing. Okay, so... They would stink. You would be able to see the bed jiggling because, you know, one worm Um, doesn't make that much movement, but a million worms probably moves a little bit. Doesn't Casey, like, jump over the bed? Yeah, he does when he's like, no, don't call. Don't don't pick up the phone. phone. Yes, I distinctly remember him jumping over the bed like an action hero. That's what I thought. Yeah, he's on the other side of the bed. The phone rings. He gets on top of it, like right where the worms. He crawls over it. Yeah. Okay. He literally so crawls he's swimming over in the worms. Bed. Yeah, he does. He's just the bed is like a water bed for him for a second. And he doesn't even fucking notice. Okay. I just. Okay. All right. Okay. So, like, we've got every sense here that should have been activated. They would have smelled the worms. Yes. They would have seen the worms. Yeah. They would have felt the worms, and I feel like you would hear yeah. that many worms. Like, the sound would be like someone stirring a bowl of SpaghettiOs. Absolutely. And it's gross. These kids are just, I don't know, man. They're sensory de- deprived. I don't know. Well, Margaret is finally like, okay, that's it. Enough of this horse shit. I've got to know the truth about what's going on. She decides to go back into the basement But first, we take a trip to the garage to look for weapons to murder any plant people that they may find. Fucking yeah, we get the suit up scene. Yeah, I was hoping for like a Tale of the Nightly Neighbors kind of. Oh, that was fucking awesome. Montage. We don't get that at all, though. No, not really. (laughs) Like, it's still pretty badass, but. Casey does find a giant canister of weed killer. Yeah, where dad just haphazardly filled it with weed killer and left it. That's not what you do. What are you, no. what? <laughs> but, that you know, that hopefully that will come into use later in the episode. Probably not. Meanwhile, Margaret grabs a crowbar. Yeah, right? You think they would grab, like, a weed whacker? I think that's probably what I would grab. Or a chainsaw. Or hedge clippers. A machete. Yeah, but, nah. Which is, you no. know what, they make it work. Like, spoilers, they make it work, so it's whatever. Yeah. I initially thought a crowbar was a really dumb thing to grab, but, like, immediately she puts it to use on the locked basement door, mm-hmm. which she pries open. They get downstairs into the green, hazy jungle, and they have to walk through trees and plants that are hissing, Fucking growling, damn. and trying to grab them with vines. They gotta do the rainforest around here. <laughs> <laughs> do the rainforest. <laughs> I love that. Oh, uh, it was my favorite part. Casey's on the ball with that pesticide, though. He's blasting it at these plants as they walk through. Yeah, he's like, fucking eat this, filthy motherfuckers! And then he, you know, pumps his little thing, and he sprays his little tiny It's basically that scene in Predator with Jesse Ventura and the minigun. (laughs) Yeah, yep. Except it's, you know, a very um, small spritzer. (laughs) (laughs) Little tiny hollow that's like... He's like, say hello to my little friends. (laughs) <laughs> yep 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Casey says, they're bigger, right? Don't they all look bigger? Oh, yeah, the plants do look bigger, I gotta say. Yeah, it's way more overgrown now. But this is like, this is the next day, right? I think so, yeah. Margaret notices something odd on one of the tables. It looks like a plant, but coming out of it is a human-shaped hand leaf thing. Right. Better touch she it. Goes and <laughs> she goes and taps it with her crowbar, and it wiggles <laughs> its little plant fingers. Aww. That's she says it's gross. It is kind of gross. I'm with Margaret. Yeah, it is. I feel like Casey needs to blast that shit. He doesn't. Nah, he lets that one live. (laughs) (laughs) The kids keep walking until Casey notices another plant and asks, Isn't that the one that tried to grab you? The one you cut your finger on? I don't know how he would even be able to tell that. Because everything down here looks like a pile of green slop. And sure enough, (laughs) the thing he points at is a sloppy green pile. I feel like, so he was probably like, oh, that's where it was. But just last episode, this kid lost his sweatshirt down here and took him like half an hour to find it. So I don't know yeah. if I believe him. <laughs> it's not a big basement either. <laughs> they get closer to this plant and not at all surprisingly, a vine reaches out to grab their legs. Yeah. They don't, don't notice react. this though. Right. Because they're busy focusing on a hole that's opened up in the plant and out of it, comes a green human face right 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 it's like a dummy face yeah i was kind of hoping it would be more margaret-esque because this is going to be you know as i predicted oh she got her blood on the planet scooped it up and tried to make a margaret clone but nah it's just like a weird face (laughs) i feel like they tried maybe to make it margaret-esque but like they didn't take a mold of this chick's face or anything They can't be bothered with that nonsense, Brandon. More vines grab the kids, and Casey springs into action, blasting it in the face with his pesticide. The weird thing about using a plant-killing agent like that is that these just prohibit photosynthesis, so it's not going to kill them instantly. (laughs) No. Like, they would maybe, Or maybe it does for plant monsters, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I don't know, whatever. The plant screams and melts and lets the kids go. Suddenly, they hear a knock. Margaret yells out, Who's there? What up, though? They they follow the sound to that locked door Dad was messing with earlier. They say, Someone is in there. Or something. They conveniently notice the pile of clothes next to the door, and immediately, Margaret is like, Those pants belong to Dr. Merrick. She knows. She's a fashionista, man. She was like, oh, these pants. Middle-aged man, I knew it. (laughs) They quickly open the door while someone in there groans and moans. When they look inside, it just looks like normal plants. They're like, huh, where did those sounds come from? (laughs) When suddenly, a bound and gagged man falls from the doorway. But it's it's not Dr. Merrick. It's Dad? What? Crazy, right? How did he get in the basement? He was just leaving the house. Casey says, don't touch him. That ain't dad. God, don't answer the phone. Don't touch dad. Why? I don't know. Don't just, don't do anything <laughs> for no reason. Don't go in the basement. <laughs> don't go by the window. Margaret is like, um, yes, that's dad. Look at him. They argue for a bit about what to do with this guy before deciding on leaving him handcuffed but removing the tape from his mouth. Yep. As soon as they do, this guy's like, 
What's up, kids? It's your boy, Dad. <laughs> yeah, he is. Please untie me. <laughs> They're like, uh, are you sure you're Dad? Because we just saw Dad earlier and he left. Yeah. This Dad tells them that that wasn't the real Dad. He's a plant copy of him. He says he has no time to explain, so they have to untie him, which... I he think has plenty it's of time. I mean, they're, they're just in a He's basement. got all the time in the world. He's at their mercy. Yes. I don't... I don't know. I feel like if I was in the situation, I'd be like, you know, your mom's name is this. Uh, we had a pet cat named this. They died on, you know, this year. Come on. Come on. Give them something, Dad. Come on now. Seriously. It's all just like, believe me. They ask him for some proof, and he says, I'll explain later. Just untie me. Oof. Right. No, dude. They begin to untie him, and he's all like, Oh, yes. That's it. That's it. That's it. What? <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> he's very... He's very fishy during this whole thing. I guess sus is what the kids would say. When the man is free, they stand back to see what he's going to do. He immediately picks up Margaret's crowbar. Right. So, like, everything Weird. this guy does is very suspicious. I can understand acting a little bit suspicious. You know, you were just, like, trapped in a closet for a little bit. But, like, give me a break, man. You can't hit all of the red flags. That's, Seriously. You can't do that. You, you give one red flag so that you, you're you not sure. But this guy is, like, at this point, I was like, this is 100% a clone. Or another clone. Or something. Right. The kids are like, oh man, we fucked up. He's not the real dad. Just then, the other dad from earlier comes down saying, no, I am your father. Yeah, and we know it's him because he's got a baseball hat on and glasses. Yeah, that's the that's baseball hat dad. So the old dad, the one with the baseball cap, says that new dad is a plant. Right, as you would. And new dad says, no you. Yeah. The kids don't know what to do. This is basically like tail the chameleons except instead of being fucking t and tamara like it should be it's two it's dad and his i don't know stunt double or whatever this episode would be better if t and tamara played the dad dude can you imagine that'd be amazing i would love they could it play all the roles really there's yeah. two of them I, right they could be margaret and kc the dads i don't know mom and aunt eleanor like whatever <laughs> they could do it all they really can the old dad says, spray new dad with pesticide. New dad says, no, spray old dad. <laughs> You're making it sound so boring, but it's very close to what it is. <laughs> that, that's what's happening. I think this is an odd gambit, because one of these two is a real human. Or right. at least, you know, Hopefully. you'd presume. So one of the plants is saying to the kids to spray the human. Which would immediately reveal that they were that human. Right? They're human. They die. <laughs> Nothing happens. You'd be like, okay, you're the plants. The implication from the episode and what it wants you to think is that if they spray either one of them, they're they're gonna die. Now, Dad, they he he's got like some plant stuff on his head, so maybe like he is a little bit plant, but even so, like I don't know where they're going with this. Yeah, I think at this point, if you knew you were the real one, you'd be like, spray me. Right, right, right. Because nothing's going to happen. That I'm a people and, you know, game over. I don't know. 
But that's not what happens. Uh, Casey is like, I don't know what to do. Which is so dumb. Because it wasn't established, Cortland, at any point. That they had, like, one squirt left or anything. Oh, like, that's, that's a good point, right? That's always, like, the drama. It's like, I've got one bullet, I, I gotta make the shot count. But they don't. They could just be blasting that stuff everywhere. Yeah, spray and pray, right? <laughs> Drown them both in poison, and the one that's still breathing at the end, like, that's the one you take to career day. <laughs> yeah. Where's Mr. Ma- or where's Dr. Malik? Merrick? Whatever his fucking <laughs> Dr. Merrick's in a closet somewhere right now. <laughs> Okay, alright. So Margaret takes the pesticide from Casey now. Old Dad says that New Dad is the one that did all the bad stuff. He escaped from his cage and tried to feed them plant food and attacked Dr. Merrick. New Dad says, no, that's not true. He has Merrick locked up in the other cupboard. Oh, okay. How would he know Margaret, that, though? Margaret still doesn't know what to do. Then New Dad says, murder him. Please, princess. Princess. <laughs> yeah. And that's all it takes. Yep. <laughs> she guns down the other dad with pesticide, guns and he about. melts down into a bunch of wet plants. Gross. Casey is like, "How did you know? What? What? Did you, were you not listening? <laughs> She's been begging for somebody to call her princess for the, like the last two episodes." Seriously, she's like, please call me princess. I need I'm a princess. It. Call me princess. Treat me like royalty. <laughs> I've become accustomed to a certain lifestyle. <sighs> Margaret says, "There's only one person who calls me princess. My real dad. My plant monster. Oh." <laughs> Dad smiles, but he still looks creepy to me. He does, yeah. He's just not pulling it off. Like I'm, <laughs> I mean, I think it's because he's... I mean, regardless of him being a plant monster or not, he is still an asshole to these children. So Yeah, I think you're right. Cut to the next day, and Dad is walking with Dr. Merrick. Mm-hmm. This fucking dude is talking to Dad all happy, like nothing has happened. Talking about when Dad is going to come back to the university. He shouldn't get to come back to the university. No, he shouldn't get to come he should back be in from jail. prison. <laughs> like, Jesus. Like you know this what? Dr. Merrick guy. Here's what, what a it trooper. Is. He is forgiving. Dr. Merrick is just saying everything he can to get out of there. He's got child protective services on the other line. Like God, I hope so. Thank you, Dr. Merrick. He's the real the real hero of this tale. Dad tells Dr. Merrick when I work through all these side effects, and he points to his head, which is now fully shaved bald. Yes. Dad tells Merrick that he appreciates everything he's done for him, and Merrick just tells him, I appreciate you getting me out of that closet. Okay, Dr. Merrick, I see where you're going with that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Gets to live his best life now. That's what's happening. Good for him, man. Dr. Merrick... Dr. Merrick was almost murdered, and he's still like, hey, man, come on back and work with, with me, buddy. <laughs> you almost killed me, but whatevs. <laughs> it's you almost cool. Crea- almost created, like, a global, you know, dominating species, but hey, whatever. Come on, work for the university. <laughs> Everyone waves Merrick off, including Mom, who must finally be back from Aunt Eleanor's funeral or wherever she was. Yeah. Margaret goes up to Dad and gives him a hug, but tells him, I still... Still don't know how all this stuff started. 
Yes, please tell us. Please. Dad is like, well, it was an accident. I cut my hand on a slide and some of my blood mixed with some plant molecules and then bam, plant abomination. Oh, okay. Is that simple, huh? Just bleed on some plants. Okay. Yep. Which surely has never happened before in history. No, no. Roses don't even have thorns or anything. No. Mom walks up like, (laughs) you didn't tell me any of that, silly. Nobody She's all very cool with all of this. Yeah. Dad tells her, yeah, I should have told you, but I was just wrapped up in my work. You know how it is. Sometimes you just go too far and create ethical atrocities. Fuck off, Dad. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dad sucks. Even, like, good Dad, which is the, which this is supposed to be. Yes, yes. Fucking major air quotes. Good Dad. Don't worry, we'll talk about it. But Dad excuses his creation, saying, It's just like most organisms. It was just trying to dominate its environment, is all. No biggie. <laughs> And I think it just wanted to make plant copies of us all. Just casually mentioning, yes. Don't, oh my god. Don't get it. Mom says, oh boy, when Aunt Eleanor asked about you two kids, I said you were growing like weeds. I didn't know how true that almost was. Oh, shut the fuck up, Mom. God, what is this This is family? all just like such a, such a funny little story to her when these kids well, like really believed they were dead. Yeah, well, you know what? She probably doesn't believe any of this. She was at Eleanor's drinking and having, like, you know, yeah. smoking her cigarettes and shit. Like, she was having a day, and then she comes back to this shit, and she's like, oh, you children, imaginations. Getting up to your science. Dr. Merrick interrupts this family moment to say, well, oh, I'm just here. glad we're all okay. <laughs> and Mom adds, and all human <laughs> Merrick gives a tiny little Tommy Wiseau laugh and walks off. Oh my god. Um, so, I wrote down here. Yeah. The guy who played Dr. Merrick, because he actually, like, did a little bit in this episode. And he's the he only didn't, but... new character. Sure, yeah, go ahead. His driver's license was featured. Okay. <laughs> so, Dr. Merrick is played by Hrent Elianek. Okay. I pronounced that perfectly. Uh, He's been in a lot of things. He was in Friday the 13th, the series. He was in The Twilight Zone. He was in Psy Factor, Chronicles of the Paranormal. Nice. Okay. And he was also in a TV movie called Spies, Lies, and Naked Thighs. Wow. Okay. Ow! (laughs) When Dr. Merrick's gone, Dad says, anybody hungry? I got a dope salad and some garden vegetables. Fuck off, Dad! This isn't joking time! Oh my god. <laughs> Everybody groans. And he's like, fucking psych! Bloody meat for everyone! We ain't vegans around here! Oh my god. Fuck that shit. So, they all run off to eat their animal flesh, except Margaret, who stops to tie her shoe. So, I have a question for you, Brandon. I just want to stop right here before we get to the weird whatever's coming next. And we'll talk about that in a minute. I need to talk about the timeline. Okay. Yes. All right. So where do I even start here? Okay. So I don't know. The show doesn't know. When does the dad switch? When do we get plant dad? When do you think the plant dad comes out of this? I think, okay, what's the first scene with the dad? The first scene with the dad, when he yells at them in the basement. Stay out of the basement. basement. I think that's already plant dad. Okay. All right. I think we have a scene of dad working in the basement with his lab coat or whatever. Yeah. I think that's real dad, and I think by the time we get dad, 
upstairs. I think that's Plant Dad, and he's already stashed Real Dad in the closet. Okay, that's fair. You don't think it's sooner, though, because Margaret's already talking about how Dad isn't calling her princess anymore. So, do you think maybe it's sooner than that? Like, before the episode begins? You're probably right, but I think maybe Dad's just an asshole. Okay. Because I feel like if it is sooner than that, then that would give kind of an explanation as to why they're, you know, cringing from, like, his touch and, you know, worried that they're he's going to beat the shit out of him. Like, I mean, it's given them the time to build up that, like, fear response to him. But there's a problem. Yeah. So when they release Dad from the, from the closet, he has leaves on his head. And Casey's like, oh, he's got leaves on his head. You know, it's got to be a plant. But Margaret's like, no, we already know that that's a side effect. In the last episode, when Dad, like, catches him looking in the basement or whatever, he's like, do you guys want me to explain or whatever? And and Margaret, like, you know, checks him out and he's got the shit on his head and she looks at him through the bathroom slits. And then the next morning, he's like, oh, it's a side effect. So is that real Dad then? And then later it turns into Plant Dad? Now I don't... I'm lost now because I don't think Plant Dad is ever nice or... Me neither. But there but, were times during the first episode where right. Dad kind of was like, all right, kids, let me explain this to you. Or he's like, you know, are you okay? He asked the kids, are you okay? When they're like, we went down into the basement, like their safety was his first concern. I don't think that was Plant Dad. I think it was also Real Dad. I mean, given with what we see here. Okay, so Margaret... Gets bitten by the plant, whatever. And then in the second episode, like, less than a day later, it's already starting to form a face and things. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really feasible that this happened relatively recently. And also the fact that Dad isn't a skeleton in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, molding or anything. Like, he's alive yeah. and well. But the way the kids react to this dad, the punishments that he must have given them in the past, like, there's this very clear abuse going on. Whether it's plant dad or not. They're scared of this dad. And that's a huge problem with this episode. That's all that I want to say. I, I talked about it enough in the first episode. So plant dad and real dad seem to coexist. Right. But where is real dad when plant dad is going off on his adventures? Is he getting locked in that closet like all the time? And he's just like, God damn it. Yeah. Again, he I think he me is. again. Right. I think he's just, he put a ham in sandwich closet. in that room and I <laughs> fell for it again. Yes, I think that plant, uh, I think Real Dad is just always in the closet at the point that Plant Dad, like, took over, right? It must be. Which must have been after that meeting in the morning, which was also when he gave them the plant food, right? I don't know. I don't know, Brandon. You know what? Fucking who cares? Next scene, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Um. So Margaret's tying her shoe. Yes, we're outside. The fam's gone inside. Margaret's like, hold on a second, family. I need to tie my shoe. Yeah, so she's outside by herself. There's a flower bed next to her. Right. One of the flowers that's next to her begins to jiggle and speak. <laughs> yes. Saying, Margaret. Margaret, help me. Please help me. I'm your father. Oh, my I'm God. It's father. like, Psst. hey, Margaret, guess what? I'm your dad. <laughs> <laughs> fuck is going on? oh my god what is this? then another one joins in saying the same yeah. thing yeah no margaret i'm your dad <laughs> i don't know what the hell's going on it's 
Oh my god. Then the whole flower bed is just going off. They're all claiming to be her dad. What is this? I don't know. I don't know. This... I, there were like five different points where I was like, okay, they're setting up the twist dark ending. Right. Because here. they could have ended it. If they would have ended it with the first flower that had her dad's voice saying, Psst, Margaret, yo, it's me, your dad. <laughs> like, I would have been like, oh shit. Like, that is actual plant dad that they didn't kill. So they were both plants and dad's, you know, soul was put into a tiny flower. <laughs> yeah. So... Like, early in the episode, when that dad they released from the closet was, you know, weird, I was like, okay, this is going to end with them killing the other dad, which is obviously a plant. Mm -hmm. And then, at the end, you know, everything's going to be happy, and then this dad's going to look at the camera, and it's going to be like Thriller with the yellow eyes. Yeah, right? I'd be down for that. I'd be okay with it. But but no, (laughs) man. So I was like, huh. Then, second point I thought there was going to be another dark ending was when... Dr. Merrick like, was like, everybody's okay. And then mom was like, and everybody's human. And then Dr. Merrick went, <laughs> I was that like, been cool. oh shit, is Dr. Merrick, was he in the closet and now he's a plant person and now he's going to go out into the world and make other plant people and this is a bad ending. But that didn't happen either. No. What they went with <laughs> was these fucking cartoon flowers. Like, oh, I'm Spartacus and they're just I don't like. What's the implication here? I is she? Doctor I don't think Doolittle? I understand it. Can she talk to plants now? Is it meant to be that that's her real dad and the other one's a plant, or is it meant to be that like dad? You know, he's just created these crazy experiments. His DNA has been infused with plants, and now. But like, the other, the other daisies or whatever the fuck they are, they don't sound like dad. They're just random men. I'm your dad too, Margaret. Like. I don't know, man. I don't get it. Like, I guess you could sh- kind of see maybe it's spreading a little bit already because, you know, that plant did attack KC from outside, you know, the window. So it is outside now. So maybe it's kind of like the reproductions of those plants <sighs> making its way outside. Either way, like whatever the answer is, it's dumb. It's really it's not, fucking stupid. It's not a cool ending. Ultimately, this is actually just a prequel to uh, The Happening from M. Night Shyamalan. So, Oh, yay. <laughs> right. Such a stupid... I I just think this ending is dumb. They, they had so many opportunities and they chose the absolute wrong one. Yeah. Uh, I think it's... I think it's a goofy ending rather than a dark ending or it's just kind of an annoying ending like this whole ordeal happens and then you get these dr doolittle powers where plants talk to you and they're fucking annoying <laughs> they're all just like oh, i'm your dad <laughs> like i'd be like god damn it yeah it's dark for margaret if she's got to live with this fucking suck i would just make sure like i cemented my entire house like no grass no plant life it, it wouldn't be that bad yeah you wouldn't have to mow the grass anymore. So, I mean, that's kind of a win. Oh, honestly. thank God. Yeah, like, pretty cool. <laughs> well, Cortland, what did you think of the whole story as a whole? The story as a whole, I still think this is probably one of my least favorite episodes, especially two-part-wise. It's definitely my least favorite two-parter. Uh, I don't like the vibes from it. I think that this is something that um, people should kind of take lightly. If you have, like, abuse in your background, I don't recommend this episode especially. I think it... I think I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good, Brandon. I don't like it. I think I like some of the prop work. 
and some of practical effects and things like that that are well done. But I think the episode as a two-parter is too long. Yeah. Not enough happens to sustain the story for two parts. Mm-hmm. It just kind of goes in circles for a bit. And I hate Dad. <laughs> Me too. Brandon, I just thought of another talking point here. Okay. Oh, boy. Mom just came back from Aunt Eleanor's, right? And yeah. she's, like, all joking and stuff with the fam, you know? Oh, you were going to be plants. Her bed has fucking worms covering <laughs> it. How pissed would you be if you came home from a trip and you were like, oh, man, oh, trying man. to snuggle in bed with my hubby, and you flip open the blanket, and it's just fucking worms! <laughs> Oh my god, I would be so mad. I would be I would be like what He's the fuck. actual fuck is going on? Oh, what do you even do with that? I don't know because it spilled what, onto what the is floor step too. One? Where do you start? <laughs> Deworming your room. Oh my god, I would be so I would be beyond <sighs> upset. I would be I'd be like divorce. Honestly, like <laughs> the fuck is going on? Anyway, I just wanted to touch on that like Mom's the real MVP here. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Because they didn't clean that up. You know they didn't no. clean that shit up. <laughs> no, her room is a fucking mess. And I don't know if it was before. Like, if they have been going back and forth between real dad and plant dad or whatever. Like, is the room just messy all the time or did it just start being messy and she's just like ah he's dedicated you, to his work are you trying to he... say that this is a mary kate and ashley olsen situation <laughs> where the plant dad and real dad so. switch places that's what i think that's not think what sometimes it is. it's just plant dad and sometimes <laughs> it's real dad and she's banging both of them and oh my god damn <laughs> all right we need to be done with this episode I'm oh, fucking done okay here. i can't handle it anymore there's too many questions this is my hairiest adventure all over again we're getting sucked into this time warp where it's just taking hours of our lives away we need to go we need to we need to go all right well moral of the story is uh don't don't do any of this moral of the story uh make a twin uh, do some mary kate and ashley stuff like get famous live your best life Go bald, make some plants, talk to your daughter. (laughs) I don't. There is no moral for the first time. No. No. (laughs) The moral is get Tia and Tamara to play every role. Yes. If you have an episode where there's an evil twin, get Tia and Tamara. That is what it is. I want to see Tia and Tamara in every single independent film about doppelgangers, plant people, chameleons, whatever. Fucking get Tia and Tamara. <laughs> Hell yeah. They can play it all. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, all right, Cortland, what's a better what? name for this? <laughs> I don't remember what the name is. Stay out of Dad's, Dad's room. Don't put worms <laughs> in the bed. What is this one called again? Stay out of the basement. Stay out. Go play outside. I don't know. Directions stay from out of there. everywhere. Yeah. It should be stay in your room. That's the name That's, of the episode. That would be a good name. Yeah, because if you're not in your room, Plant Dad is going to be like, why aren't you in your room? Oh, my God. All right. We're, we're done we with that. That's the yeah, only. Okay. All right. <laughs> Cortland, the next episode. Okay. Because we've got to move on to the next yeah. episode. All right. I'm excited. What is it? What's oh, my God, What's Cortland. Called? The next episode is. It came from beneath the sink. We had to do this one at some point. All right. We had to. All right, Brandon. Um, Okay, first, right off the bat, just the name alone, 
This one's gonna suck. <laughs> this one's gonna suck. <laughs> this is the yep, sponge monster, isn't it? It's the fucking sponge monster. <laughs> oh man. I lied. This one's gonna be amazing. <sighs> Alright, I am looking at the cover right now. It's um a picture of underneath a a ba- bathroom sink. You know, you open up the cupboard. It's got some bottles of, like, the pipes and stuff. It's also got some green glowing eyes behind the pub, the pipes. So, it's got some sort of evil thing that came from beneath the sink. There's, like, a bottle of Zippo for some reason down there. I don't know who would put their lighter fluid down there. Whatever. The tagline, it's warm. It's breathing. And it doesn't do dishes? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest fucking thing. What? No. Oh, RL, my boy. <laughs> what are you okay. doing, man? Alright, okay, okay, hold on. So, I think this episode is going to be an evil sponge. <laughs> huh. And I, right. think, I think it could be kind of cool, like in a cheap horror movie way, like Basket Case or something, <sighs> where the sponge flies at them and, like, attaches to their head and, like, sucks their brains or something. In theory, you could make a cool, like, critters yeah style right movie from an evil sponge i guess i don't know how this is going to adapt into a tv show i don't know how it's going to be any different than say night of the living dummies like finale act where the dummies like you know running around the house and hiding or something i don't know i don't know man <laughs> i honestly don't know what could happen i don't know how they're going to defeat this evil sponge i don't know why they're even looking for a sponge who fucking uses sponges they're dirty and nasty oh my god well that's that's next week's episode yeah i think it's gonna suck i think it's gonna be a lot of fun to talk about though so let's hope so all right i have been up all night Cortland. i am so sleepy i know poor baby brandon i've got to go back to my room before i get yelled at yeah your dad's gonna be so pissed at you get back to your (laughs) fucking room what are you doing i'm out of here i am too join us next week for it came from beneath the sink Again, just like my Harry's adventure, if you don't come back, we don't blame you. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, you guys. (laughs) That plant tried to choke me.